I'm woke and tired. I'm Chelsea. Oh, I'm Miranda. Hi. Dead. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about poverty and how you're never getting out of poverty because the system doesn't want you to. And now I've just come to really accept that in my soul. I haven't just come to accept that in my soul. I've just come to realize I'm just going to leave the U.S. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Um, I also, I don't know, I think I realized yesterday after talking to you, and then I had another spiral because I was just like, (laughs) she's not wrong. All of us are like striving to get out of poverty, to at least be like comfortable. That's all we want is to be comfortable. I've Besides, like, a few times, you know, I feel like it's normal to be like, oh, I want to be really wealthy. But I think after, like, middle school, I was like, I just want to be comfortable. Like, I just want to know I'm going to have enough money to enjoy some things. But really, I just want to be taken care of. And then I'm good. And people have convinced you. I feel like especially in our circumstance, right? We went to a private high school, um... I think your college is technically like a private college, right? We both went to these private colleges. And I don't know, you're taught like, oh, if you do everything right, if you go to these private institutions, you'll be fine, right? I don't even think it's just going to private institutions. It's literally people tell you that going to college and getting your bachelor's is all you have to do in order to be quote unquote successful or comfortable or whatever. And then particular people our age that did grow up in poverty that did do those things because it is more accessible now than it ever has been are starting to realize that that's not true that you're poor you were born poor you don't have any safety net so it's not like you take risk in order to like build wealth or do anything like that because then you could seriously fuck yourself over so you don't and it's just getting jobs at this point a at all b ones that'll actually pay you because nobody really wants to pay you livable wages it's hard and you start to realize that oh, like, I realized I've graduated I did the thing I got my bachelor's and I'm working at Starbucks which isn't the worst but I'm still struggling exactly <clears throat> like I particularly went to a school who I think prides itself on like their alums being so their alumni being so successful right mm-hmm. like oh, you'll definitely have a job. And so many people actually do leave the school and go into like consulting or they go to Wall Street or whatever, right? So you have, pre- you have some alumni that are pretty successful actually. So that's what they've convinced, especially my school did. And I think that's why I'm more bitter than I feel like most people are. Because now I'm in a situation where I'm applying to law schools, I'm getting acceptance to law schools, but I'm not getting the money I need. And I'm really quickly and quickly like, oh, I do not have the money. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do to make this possible? And I'm realizing like, no, this is going to be incredibly hard for this like span of time until I can even take out loans, let alone like 
the burden when I have to take out the loans. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm really just trying to become a public defender. And I'm, that's not even just, like, I think, and we've talked about how I think, I think it's weird when people don't think that's enough, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think if I become a public defender, I will be satisfied with my life. Like, I'm not, and like, oh, I need to be a public defender, and then I'm going to work to do something else. Like, no, I'm very content to do this. But mm-hmm. it's like, I'm just trying to do good in the world, and the uphill battle to just do that kind of insane at this point um, i just want to thrive here's the thing true. and it's kind of been the story of my life everything i want to do doesn't have money and it's so always been told like why do you want to be a teacher why do you want to go into one point thought about social work whatever and doing history and people are like that has no money in it and i'm like i realize that um but nothing that technically has money in it like stem or being a lawyer or anything like that this is not something I'm interested in doing and I don't want to have to suffer through work so that I can have like a comfortable life you know like I want to enjoy what I do because you spend so much of your life particularly if you're in the United States doing 40-hour work weeks that's a majority of your life that you're doing that work so you don't want to hate it yeah exactly don't want to hate it I just want to survive and <laughs> apparently it's too much to ask according to people like be like people are like why don't you be a teacher anymore I was like because I want to survive that's point blank that's it that's the only reason I am not going for my MAT or anything like that is because I don't want to struggle yeah I would still be trying to be a teacher or a librarian or whatever the fuck to work in education if it weren't for the fact that doing that would mean I would be broker than you would be as a public defender hmm. yeah <sighs> it's just like even if I mean this is just in my circumstance but even if somehow you get through undergrad you don't have any loans whatever whatever you're still screwed like that's what has like mind-blowing to me is just mm-hmm. that there's no I think even a part of me bought into this, even despite this podcast where everyone knows like how we feel about wealth and um, I don't even think what we're saying right now that like how hard it really is to escape poverty. Mm-hmm. I think a part of me still bought that like I somehow be able to escape it. Yeah. I mean- like I, I still bought it. Like I was like, I'll be fine. I don't have the loans. I don't. Like, I somehow managed to go to undergrad free. I did this. I did this. And then I was like, oh, you're still going to be poor. My dear. You're still. I still had myself convinced that somehow I would be okay. Yeah. You know? Where I could still do what I want, which is basically work in history or whatever the hell education, whatever the hell I decide to actually do, and be fine. And particularly, I think this pandemic has been like, I just graduating college or whatnot, has really shown me that no, I can't just do that. Literally, it doesn't matter what I do at this point. I can go on, get a master's, a PhD, whatever it is, and still be broke as shit because in my field, which is history, if I do anything like that, it's going to be in that field. 45% of them in the United States are unemployed at this point. Yeah. Because it's so hard to get jobs in academia and they don't train you to do anything but academia. I mean, you can maybe hope to go into museums or archives or whatever. 
But even then, finding those jobs is hard. Keeping those jobs is even harder. Yeah. I think... God, I don't even know what to say at this point. Because, I mean, it's just, yeah, like, finding a job right now during this pandemic would be atrocious. Like, I, I was talking to someone. I was like, even if I decided, because of cost reasons, to defer my decisions for next year, I was like, what am I going to do? What am I actually going to yeah, do? Like, that's just, that's, it's a risky thing to do. Like, for me, just be like, I'm going to leave the United States. Like, I understand it's not that easy. Um, I had to yeah. have money to do that and be hope I actually end up surviving somewhere else um because if i leave the country there's nobody else yeah like i would be completely on my own across the seas from everybody i know um at like 23 years old at that point i'd be doing it but i also just hate the united states i'm probably still gonna do it um (laughs) it's just this weird thing of like i guess to get away from the personal so we actually have stuff to talk about of just kind of this more prevalent issue in society where we've convinced poor people that all they have to do is work as Mm -hmm. if people don't work normally which is a whole other like class is bs of this idea that poor people just don't work and that's why they struggle and that's not true because i feel like even growing up i was like you know you know your parents work hard and they're so poor you know that like for whatever reason or circumstance something happened caused them to be poor but somehow this idea that you're going to be different Mm -hmm. and that somehow your parents are even different from other poor people it's like oh they've worked for me to do these things so i could be better and just like these patterns of like this just going to keep happening and happening because we're going to have kids like we got to work so they can have better and then like not really look at the actual the cycles that are going on and why everybody is struggling like this like everyone who is poor is going to stay poor and their kids are going to be poor and their grandkids will be poor unless you're my grandmother and you marry rich at like 70 years old that's a whole other story the dream <laughs> i know so you waited till like 65 to marry rich and i am a I little mean, salt <laughs> do what you gotta do um but exactly because it's just like you have to convince the poor that there's hope, right? Because if the poor finally actually realize, the working class finally realize, oh, there's this a- system, there's no hope. There's such a small chance that I will ever actually succeed. Oh, this system is flawed. We should do something about it. If they ever got to that point, clearly that would be like bad for rich people, bad for mm-hmm. people in power. And so they try to highlight the Oprah Winfrey's, right? Like, you know deep in poverty but now is a billionaire right like mm-hmm. like jay-z or like you know like just all these people who did experience a lot of poverty when they were younger mm-hmm. and you're just like mm, that doesn't just many, happen though exactly also how many people did not survive right like i remember listening to a podcast where they were talking about Tyler Perry, right? And he used to be super poor before he became like really rich based off like from the D movies, right? And mm-hmm. he had to sleep in his car. And he uses that, but I kept working, I kept working, right? As like to try to push people to work. And I was like, sir, how many people are still in their cars? Mm-hmm. Because they're like 
trying to take the risk for their dreams. And it's like, sometimes it never happens for people. Like people mm-hmm. are like putting on the working class to be like, well, you have to work 80 hour weeks to try yeah. to even attempt to make your dream come true. And you're just like, what? And even then it's not even guaranteed it will come true, right? Like it's putting the onus that like, there is something you can do. And if you just do it just right, then you will succeed. And we all know that's not true. Life happens. Mm-hmm. Like the things out of people's control happen. And if they do make a mistake that was in their control, who cares, right? Like you should still be able to succeed and get out of poverty. Because I'm sometimes like, do people think poverty is cute? Like poverty sucks. There's not one person who's working not class. It's like not a fun little Hollywood story for you to just watch every once in a while. I'm like, oh, poor people. Tears. Poor people exist. Mario. Um, <laughs> See, here's the thing, though. I I will kind of course myself for this conversation as a poor person, but when I look on it, I mean, I've been in poverty, but I haven't been like in poverty. Poverty for a while. I would be more yeah. considered working class. Yeah. At this point in my life, but even then like I'm struggling like this yeah and like it's crazy my parents out here working like what well my mom now has like a near 50k salary and that's like insanely wealthy in my mind like that's so much money because my entire life it was always below 40 yeah and there are people who make even less than that like just trying to get by and survive yeah we're trying to survive off of that and i'm like this shouldn't be this difficult exactly i just can't believe like i mean you know this but it's like i mean there was a time where like max my mom was making 17k a year Mm -hmm. which is nothing (laughs) absolutely nothing and i think it's just like what do people expect her to do on 17k like, what, what do people expect someone to do if they're making that much money? And, yeah, like, I mean, you're telling me 50K in my mind is a lot. Like, I know it isn't because, like, I look at people stuff. People can't but survive it's, off of it. Especially when you're, you're, like, not by yourself. Exactly. You know? Like, you're trying to support multiple people. Yeah, like, a four-parent, like, I mean, a four-person household on 50K, not enough. Like, it's just not enough maybe an individual that's enough right you can do that by yourself it's gonna be still difficult but you'll you'll be fine but yeah family not enough and we all know that um but that's what kills me I mean you're not on Twitter but anyone who listens podcast is on Twitter in the past like week or two people have been like the minimum wage we sh- who shouldn't raise it to 15 and I was like are we still debating 15 dollars like stop because at this point, we need, like, more than... We need, like, 25. Like, what are you talking about? Like, 15 is not even enough anymore. So that's what makes it, like, it's nearly impossible now to get out of poverty. Because you're like, we're still debating 15. You can't like get out of poverty. The minimum wage is seven twenty-five. so... Yeah. And I'm lucky to be being paid 10 an hour in Tennessee. And that's insane to me. Exactly. Like, I, I could look people in the face and be like, I'm a barista and I make $10 an hour. And they would be shocked. Because that's a lot for what I do. Yeah. I think my... 
my mom was making like mm, I say 16 17 an hour right in her job still not enough mm-hmm. in Knoxville Tennessee that's what kills me I'm like 15 mm-hmm. has long been done it's like what we needed because I'm like if 16 17 is not enough in Knoxville Tennessee it's not gonna be enough anywhere anywhere we, it's like, the state of Tennessee is one of the lowest cost of living in the country right now just because exactly. of how we are most because most people here are poor so you just you really can't skyrocket the cost of living or else nobody's gonna have anything in tennessee but that's a whole other like economic discussion um and like yeah people make 15 dollars an hour here and they're, they're still struggling unless you want to live in the absolute middle of nowhere <laughs> no then you might miss it but then you would literally be in the woods mm-hmm. Can't do that. Um, but yeah, I think that's just one aspect where I'm like, but even with the going to college narrative of like, you know, that's supposed to be the way to get out of, you know, poverty and to be a part of the middle class. And there's just so much cost to college that people don't think about mm-hmm. that like drags you down. Like one, getting to your school, like, the debacle wherever it is you're moving exactly oh you have to buy um professional clothes particularly when you get to the end yeah Um, all that yeah and professional clothes like can be pretty expensive exactly like i had to buy some for my internship my law internship and then i had to buy more for my internship on the hill and I was like, this is too much money. This <laughs> is. And I'm going to have to buy more of that type of clothes, right? I'm literally going to law. Like, yeah. Got to get more of that. So <sighs> I just think if you're also graduating during this time, it sucks. Never thought it would be us. It's awful. I'm not having a good time. Yeah. I'm not glad to not be in college, but I'm also tired. I'm about to get a second job, probably. It's been great. Exactly. I would, I honestly would be also getting a job and just say F my grades for last semester. Like, not completely, but I'd be like, we'll figure it out. (laughs) And I would be getting a job if I did not live in Williamstown. But I think right now it's, if you're a college student and you don't have a job ready that's going to pay you a lot of money and you don't have like a good support system you just find yourself screwed like bad and you're like oh this is not what I expected how am I supposed to get out of poverty because already I can see right of like oh taking out loans I have to figure out how I'm going to pay rent here I have to do this I have to move I'm like wow I somehow thought I was exempt from this at this point. Exempt from this level of struggle? No, never exempt. Mm-mm. I'm still here. And that's why I think someone recently in the last semester asked me, because I was like talking about, you know, wealth inequality or whatever. And she asked me, well, you're now, beca- you're going to try to become a lawyer. Like you're be- going to become a lawyer. Don't you think you'll at least be middle class? And I was like, no, I'm going to be in debt. 
one. Two, I'm not becoming a lawyer. That makes that a change. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know. Like, I genuinely think even become a lawyer, I still could be working class. Like, it just depends how much I get paid. For the state. Yeah, what state I'm practicing in, how much they actually pay the public defenders, like. How much it costs to live there. It's not exactly. even just about the salary. A lot of it is based on, people will say, say 80K a year looks different if you're in New York City or if you're in Knoxville. If you're in Knoxville on 80K a year, you're solid. You're if you're in New York City, you're fucked. So people will just say, here's the number. Like, that doesn't mean anything when you don't yeah. look at where you're at. Exactly. And we've talked about this that, like, I would be shocked um, if I did not live in a big city, um, mm-hmm. wherever that is, because I want to live in a big city. Um, right now, I'm applying for a scholarship that will have me in the South. So maybe a girl would not be struggling so hard. But but if I didn't and I decided, you know, I'm in a practice, right, in L.A., mm-hmm. We know your girl's going to still be struggling, even if she was making, like, 60K, right? Because it's, like, rent alone is going to take a lot of my paycheck. Mm -hmm. So what am I going to do? And, yeah, I just – I think even I bought into the narrative that I would at least be lower middle class. Because I was like, if I'm not – Lower middle class should not be the goal, my dude. Right? But it's, it's not like, fun. It's not fun. It's not, but if I'm lower middle class as a single woman, I'll be okay. Right? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if I'm, I, that's, girl, we have like I got a kid. Like, so. I mean, I don't know. It's still, it's still not fun. But I was like, if I'm like making, I don't know, like, I don't know where I thought I'd end up, but if I'm making like 50, 60K, even like 70K or whatever in i don't know southern california in san diego single i'm gonna be struggling because it's just cost but it's like i'm also still going to be able to survive and semi-thrive i won't be Mm -hmm. living in a house of course i'll have to have an apartment like blah 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 but it's like that's just being one of the class seems more feasible for an individual like, different if, like, I say, oh, I'm having kids, or blah, blah, blah. There's a reason why people with kids move out of the city, right? Because it's just too expensive. Yeah. But it's, like, I was, like, well, I think I'd be able to survive and be fine with lower middle class. One, have not been lower middle class since 2008. We've <laughs> always been not in that bracket in a very long time. Look, we know like opposite trajectory we did it was you met me when we were poor um, um but it was like because I remember that time of being like yes we don't have all this money my mom has debt some of it but it's like you were fine we, I was fine right like I was some I was content but that's also like I think the level of like I can have struggle in my life and it's like whatever but it's like being on the edge which is how I feel now like I feel like I'm on the edge right like I feel like one do not honestly have a home right like I'm at college so I have somewhere to sleep I have a room I have a room but I was like what am I gonna do right I like always Mm -hmm. said to people here I was like yeah 
to be fair, like when I leave here, I have a friend that I logically can stay there. But that's temporary. Mm-hmm. That's not my home. That's like I need to figure something out, right? So it's like living on the edge is a hell of a thing. <laughs> I was like, and I'm not even on the edge yet, right? Like I still have somewhat of a safety net because I still have mm-hmm. Williams for better or for worse. Yeah. But after I graduate, that's a lot of safety net is kind of gone. And I was like, just- wow, what am I going to do? Um, so, yeah, I just think that this system really has us convinced, one, that if we just do the work, if you grind until your body can't grind anymore, you get out of poverty. And just the fact of the matter is that is not the case. It happens for some people, and that's nice, cute, cute, cute. But it does not happen for enough for people to keep saying that to me. Mm-mm. And I just see it so around. Like, a lot of my friends are, like, struggling to find jobs. But thankfully, they can stay with their parent after they graduate. So mm-hmm. they don't have to worry about rent, right? They just have to worry about, like, lower costs. That are still going to be a lot of money, right? But it's, like... They can just find, like what you did, they can find a job at Starbucks, they can find whatever, if need be. But it's like, then why do we all go to college? What? Make a minimum wage job actually pay well, and bitch, a lot of people will stop going to college, because it'll be like... Mm -hmm. I think also something I've been observing, I guess I'll say, working typically minimum wage jobs, um, so a lot of people who I've met, because there's a couple of people who went to college, dropped out, finished, whatever it is, mm-hmm. who are like, I don't know why I did that. I have one person I work with who has a degree in chemical engineering. And it's like, I don't know if that's even what I want at this point. I just have this degree. Mm-hmm. I'm at Starbucks. I have another girl who was like, I just was con- told that I was going to be the first person in the family to go to college. And then I almost flunked out after a year and a half. And now I'm in debt and working here. And kind of realize that that's not something I want to do is to go to college. And I think there's just so many people in that pool where they're convinced to go to college, get put on mountains of debt, think that's the only way they can do anything and discover I either can't or don't want that or have the degree that they don't even use at this point. Yeah. That's, that's also, yeah, biggest complaint about our system is that they convince people, right, like you just said, that they have to do this thing, go to college. They don't even like college. They, I hate when people, like, com- people convince children to go to college and those kids don't like school, right? Like, why are you convincing this person to do four more years of something they clearly hated in high school? Stop. But that they have to do this in order to achieve something. Hey, why don't you make, like um there's ways to get to jobs without college right like I don't know like you actually funding trade schools like how about that or actually giving people the freedom to have a year or so to figure out what they actually want to do before they go into this debt how about actually paying them well at minimum wage jobs so they could just do that think about what they actually want to do and then go to college if they want to like, we always joke, well, I joke that I don't even like school, but also I think about, like, what else would I do? Because I'm not good at anything else. Right. So here we are. So skilled. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not skilled at anything. <laughs> so no. 
Um, but I just think there's so many people I've been finding on YouTube that are like, yeah, I hated school. I couldn't do it. I dropped out. For some of them, it's worked out. But it's like, yeah, why are we pushing this on kids? It's unproductive. They could be doing something else mm-hmm. that would make them happier. And our society would be for better for it. Like, I mm-hmm. College was never supposed to be for everyone. But somehow we no. convinced everyone that it had to be, right? And that's been such like, I mean, it started with like the millennial generation really and then our generation. Because our parents, right, who are like Gen X, right? Half of them did not even go to college. Half of them did not. Which it was for the, and they were honestly fine up until like, honestly, 2008 recession where I feel like that's when it really hit our parents' generations like who did not have a college degree. And I was like, why, why did we not try to rebuild that system? right like why couldn't it have been where you know there are people who work at like Kmart who were making like 50k or whatever right like who were making or not even 50k but mm-hmm. like the equivalent right at that time which is like if both fam- both people in Knoxville like two-parent household both people are making like 50k with their respective jobs then that's mm-hmm. fine right so you're like you said you are absolutely fine in Knoxville if you're making 100 100k no problem. You're more than so, fine. Hmm? Like a hundred. Yeah. Well, you're more than fine. Exactly. So it's like, even if you're working at some point, even if you're working a minimum wage job in Knoxville, you were absolutely okay. So why did we not try to rebuild that system? Which is if you've listened to the Obama episode, that's why I hate the way they handled this that recession. Because it was like, they did not try to like the minimum wage should have gone up again. Like it needed to go up and it needs to go up in a big way, right? Like it should have been $15 then, honestly. And then it should have been indexed to inflation then. So yeah. now you just have a situation where it's like, you can't escape poverty because people, college is a scam, fact. Mm-hmm. No one argued with me about that ever. The minimum wage is not, or the like Democrats are trying to pass something in Congress that the minimum wage will be $15 by 2025. And everyone's like, by 2025, it's, it's going to be, be like $35. Like, get out of my face. Yeah. Um, so minimum wage is not going up. All the other reasons why, like, our, right, our social safety net is non-existent really at this point. Our, like, generational wealth, right? Like, we need to redistribute the wealth. Like, it's just so crazy because it's like, even like with your situation, right? Like you still have like your parent is like living a little bit house. You don't have to pay rent, but you still have to pay your other bills, which are causing mm-hmm. like the stress. I was like, yeah, like if your mom was just wealthy, you wouldn't even have to worry about that. You'd be fine. Because it's just for me, I'm like, and I'm grateful not to pay rent because I can't afford to. But it's just like every paycheck, so much of it goes into just like insurance. Mm-hmm health insurance car insurance utilities water by the end of it i have like a hundred dollars to get through the next two weeks to my next paycheck and it's the same cycle where i'm like i gotta eat i like to enjoy my life a little bit um not to be selfish because apparently wanting to enjoy your life is too much to ask when you're poor um and i'm just over here like freaking out because sometimes i'm like am i gonna be able to pay bills and stuff you know, because, you know, at some point, I'm like, I gotta do groceries. I'm like, which one of these is going to have to, like, wait? 
so I can eat something. Exactly. I think about that. I mean, already um, it's hitting me how serious this choice I'm in. Like, I went to Walmart, mm-hmm. had a similar interaction. I was just, oh, I want this, like, you know, organizer thing for my guests because I was, like, flying, so I couldn't buy it. And I was going to get it, but I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know how much money it is. I can't spend that money. And so I put it back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I enjoy anything? Can I, like, like, I couldn't even, like, let myself enjoy that. And that's so frustrating to live your life. I put some joy in my life, though. I bought this little, like, espresso maker. It's, like, it's not an automatic one, so it's not, like, hundreds. It's literally a $25 thing, and it works pretty well, but it, it's, like, it's manual. And I remember staring at being like, it's $25. Do I have $25? Yeah. Like, I work over 30 hours a week, and I can't just spend $25 without thinking about it. Yeah. Although, you need to back away from your addiction anyway, so. No. <laughs> I like to make good espresso. Mm. The Starbucks espresso. We'll work on it. Okay. <laughs> We're not working on that addiction, Chelsea. <laughs> not a willing participant. <laughs> when I, I come back, stage an interview. No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, if I can't have my cat coffee in my lattes, you can't talk about Bridgerton for the rest of our lives. <laughs> or Grey's Anatomy. For the rest of our time together. <laughs> you can't. You're not allowed if you're trying to take that away from me. Um, for the fact when you said forever how long we have with each other, I was like, is this girl trying to break up with me? Like, <laughs> and I immediately thought of the TikTok, you can't get rid of me, bitch. And every single time <laughs> I see that TikTok, I think about our relationship and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> she tried to get rid of me. I stalk her. Like, there's no doubt. Like, oh my God. <laughs> you can don't. <laughs> it's like you can't get rid of me i every single time i see that tiktok i think about that i'm like yeah not kidding um but yeah (laughs) that's poverty for you um but yeah so the point of this podcast is to just give you our frustrations and spout the current our current (laughs) Also, I feel like for me to talk about it to people who are probably going through the same things and don't Mm -hmm. want to talk about it because it's kind of, I mean, you never want to admit you failed, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's, I feel like that's kind of what it is. Well, I mean, clearly we're talking about the system failing, but like at some point, I had to get past the fact that it's a personal failure, like mentally because you've convinced yourself like this is how you get success and it didn't work yeah you've also convinced yourself like I said that like if you just do everything perfect right like I thought I mean I never wanted to go to Ivy League and like maybe if I really had tried I could have but it was like I can myself I was like oh if you go to a private high school if you go to a private college you know that's like seen as a really good school at least in the northeast right mm-hmm. they're like you'll be golden that you'll be fine and when you finally convince yourself it does feel like a failure like I'm not gonna lie this moment right now I feel like a failure Mm -hmm. I know I'm not a failure I know it's not all me all of it like I know that like I know that the system should have support but at the end of the day it still feels like well what am I gonna do 
So I also know the system doesn't care about me. I know Joe Biden doesn't care about me. I know Kamala Harris doesn't mm-hmm. care about me. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do? At the end of the day, right? Like, it's just like, knowing that the system hurt you at the end of the day is not going to keep you warm at night. It's not going to give you, like, a place to live. It doesn't fix the fact that I have $115 in my bank account right now. Yeah, so it's like, no, it's really frustrating because it's like, you're trying to mentally, like, know that, yeah, it's not your fault. Like, you buying that $10 whatever meal is not, was not going to bring, that's not going to, wasn't the thing that broke the bank, right? Like, you know that, but also you think about, like, should I have bought that? Mm-hmm. And it's, you contemplate every purchase you've made in the last, like, year. And so it's like, oh, it's frustrating. It's just like, man, yeah, I bought that because I thought I had the money, right? Like, or I bought that because I thought whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you talk to someone else, you're like, well, you shouldn't have gotten this. You shouldn't have done this. And you're just like, wait a minute. I also, like you said, I want to enjoy life. I don't want to live life always worried that I'm going to be broke the next day, which is possible. But it's like, I also need to enjoy this life. Also, we were in the middle of a pandemic. So yes, I needed something to make me happy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, if I had been, that's just so crazy. It's like how the pandemic has just like shaped our lives like so much. So I'm like, I wasn't even supposed to be in Knoxville. I wasn't even supposed to be, I should have been like in Boston or something in the summer, right? Like I should have, and like my life would have been different. How I spent the money would have been different. And so it's just like, situation happens but it's like at the end of the day when you get to this point when you're struggling or when you're on the edge mm-hmm. people only see maybe like quote unquote the mistakes you made right but they don't see why you did the things you did and they just don't see like the journey along the way so it's like at the end of the day they're just like oh people look at you not say the system failed but they're like oh you failed and you yeah, just internalize that. Have to be perfect. Yeah. Because any little thing we do wrong, they will find, they'll be like, yeah, well, you did this. Even though mm-hmm. I see rich people all the time, not even think about shit. Yeah. And then I'll have like these like inspirational stories for, like, I messed up in high school or college or whatever, and I did these things, but then they're fine now because their parents mm-hmm. are supportive or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, it doesn't apply to us. If I were to become an addict and say, do drugs not gonna happen for so many reasons um you know how people perceived me and my story would be different because I come from poverty versus someone who comes from like wealth and can afford things like rehab or have parents who will support them and a little a lot you know it wouldn't be the same because one's a person one's poor exactly So, Miranda, do you have anything else to talk about? This was kind of scattered, but also it was because, like, we did not think this through completely. But it was just, we just wanted to talk about, like, the cycle of I poverty. Have, I have to open tomorrow, so I have to be up at 4 a.m. And I keep just mm-hmm. thinking about that. And I think I have to check laundry. I have to be an adult, Chelsea. I don't want to. I'm tired of being an adult. Uh, we all are at this point. Um... But okay, I think this is the episode on cycle of poverty and how college is a scam, the US sucks, 
the usual of this podcast, honestly. I will not be in the U.S. come 2022. <laughs> I'll be gone. Dead. Okay. Ireland. Okay, this was I'm Woke and Tired with your host, Chelsea. And Miranda. <laughs> Hope you have a good day. Bye.